Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of the Dr. Supercoach Podcast, the final episode for the season 2021. Um, there will be podcasts post-season, but we are not going to spoil anything there. Um, I'm joined by Pistol again. How are you, mate? We're getting very used to each other's company. <laughs> I know that people may have wanted to hear from the great man himself, Chizo, sitting at eighth overall. But you're going to get the uh, the uh, the Aldi special, Chizo, um, in in myself, who's moved into ninety first overall after a two three nine eight last week. Well, you put me in a tough position because if you're the Aldi special, Chizo, what am I? Is there something <laughs> like far far below Aldi special? I don't know, street food. <laughs> All right, you've got but the not, street not like food, a nice JB. Street food, like... <laughs> the street food's good, actually. No, yeah, no, no I meant like from worse. from the floor. Oh, actually, street like food from the street. Oh, can I just be like on the run or something? Instead, I, I don't really want to be off the street. <laughs> I, I don't even know where we're going with this. This is a great start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> this is good content. Um, we're gonna we, we are gonna stretch out a podcast, despite there being not a lot of news. Um, we're going to start off with the Cancer Council reads. Has there been anything on that end, Pistol? There definitely has been, and uh, it was a fantastic week for the Cancer Council, I guess because there being so many donuts, so, you know, um, it is what it is. But Good we job, have, yeah, thank you. Thank you for everyone donating and <laughs> following up. I know it's the last round, so people sometimes just call it a day, but I appreciate all the donations this late in the season. Uh, Father Dougal, appreciate your spot. He says, no amusing story, just Stuart, May, and Brody Smith out in the same week. Brody Three Smith. defenders. I think that's going to be a common theme. Is that a draft um, team? 
Nope, nope. Guy Fisher, Bloods FC, says, managed my highest ever score two weeks ago with 2685, but then two weeks later, I've copped Mills, Lloyd, Stewart, May, and Brayshaw. <laughs> Love oh your work, Legend, gosh. Pistol. Another cracking year. He didn't legend. say the pistol Wait, part, but I just wanted to add, add it in. Why didn't he say Legends? I think he meant just me, so that's, that's why I said cool. Pistol. Yeah, okay. no, I appreciate you, Guy. Thank you very much. Uh, Kevin T says, may this be the last donut of the year? <laughs> Hopefully, may. Get it. we'll see. May no, I, uh, may yeah, that's yeah, true. Stephen I guess it was may. a pun. He was um, out this week. Tristan Webster said, "May I have your attention, please?" <laughs> William Shakespeare once wrote, "We know what we are, but know not what we may be." First donut for the season. Let's go, M and Nico, Doctor Supercoach Vets for the one-two finish. I reckon he got a donut in the back line, probably a Lloyd donut, if I had to guess. Um, Christopher Schumacher has donated, says Walsh is greater than Mills, lost a bet to Pistol. Yes, he did. He uh, said that Mills would outscore Walsh in the back half of the year and was thoroughly, severely beaten in that aspect. I mean, Mills played um, like one game. Was that like an injury? <laughs> no, there was no injury. It was just total points. Um, uh, you so, put in like a, if yeah. this guy misses 10 games, should it go? <laughs> no, I said it's total points, right? Like injuries will count. Actually, he wanted to put that in because I think it, Walsh was, I don't know, I think he just copped the DeBoer tag or something and he was looking bad. So he was like all high and mighty. <laughs> it's not gone well. No, that hasn't. Uh, Chris from Buddy's Battlers. Uh, has donated for Stuart and made donuts, but still managed to move back up into the top 500, which is pretty cool, exciting. Nice. Congrats, Chris. And Jay Lumsden has said, I've donated for every rank I fell, still in with the chance of a top 100 finish, which is pretty cool. So thank you very much for I know all we don't read out how much people guys. donated, but how many ranks did he fall? He, he, fell, he fell quite a few ranks. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, yeah. so he's he's had a sizable donation, which is very generous. So, okay, uh, if we're well on our way to seventeen thousand dollars raised now, um, all right. So while we're on the topic of just um, humans that aren't us, uh, how's the how's the Patreon going? Because I know we we tend to mention it quite a bit, but I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you guys? We have about a hundred people in the top ten. 200 people in the top 20, about 15 of the best five leagues. Can you give me some numbers here? I'm, I'm, I'm just talking, talking. You are just talking. No, I appreciate yeah. that you're just talking. Uh, no, there's 31 in the top 100, which is outstanding. But I think the coolest thing is that there is eight people in our patron that are in the top 11 spots in Supercoach this season. All right, wait. Fun fact. Okay. Chizo is in the final of the LMS, which is a last man standing competition we've run this year, which have only have five people remaining. You have to be in the top X percent of the scorers all like each round. He's in the final of the Dr. Supercoach Cup that we run that had about 400 participants. He is in the grand final of all three of our rivalry league that, leagues that we run. He's in the top eight in the world ranking for Supercoach but he's not in the top five for our Patreon group. <laughs> he's coming sixth. Is that Patreon incredible? Group. It is quite unbelievable. But I guess everyone deserves a shout out in the, the, the top 10 Go or top it. 11 will do um, just because it's fantastic years and just because other people are having also fantastic years doesn't mean that your years are any less fantastic. So um, big shout out to the current number one place, 
um, Supercoach Mama. M's had a fantastic season and has quite a sizable lead going to the last round. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Lovsky FC. Um, Steve's had a fantastic year as well. It's basically been the one and two show for the last you know five, six it weeks. Has. So, I can't remember it ever being like this either. It's just been them two battling it out at the top. So we'll see if they both hold, but they look like they're the likely top one to finish. We've had a guy that's Toe Josh who's made, he's in fifth place overall. He's made some, I think he was really high early, fell away, and then has come back really strong. So he's also had a fantastic year in fifth place. We've got Hold My McCluggage Zach at sixth place overall a big score last week has propelled him right into the top 10 so that's very exciting for him we've got the dirty devons in seventh overall who's part of our rivalry league as well part of team pistol um we've been very close this season he is just on the money with everything he says basically the whole year so he's had a wow, he just messaged season. me and said pistol stinks <laughs> so he is he's running at a high percentage yeah well, we've got Chizo at eighth overall. Obviously, we wish the big man all the greatest successes. You got Samuel Bombers, who's returned to form. He was the number one early lead early in the season, fell away and has roared back to life into ninth overall, which is fantastic for Todd. So, hopefully, he can hold on to a top 10 finish there. And we've got M. Vapid, who I've struggled to pronounce his name on multiple podcasts, Devin, um, who's now 11th overall and has been absolutely flying since the buys absolutely flying um so that is yeah the top eight spots i could read a couple more but i won't because we'll be here forever but congratulations to everybody um who's hit all their pbs this season fantastic across the board for all dr supercoach members really and i'm looking forward to having our first ever dr supercoach winner which is i think inevitable at this point it is inevitable um so congratulations to whoever it is uh it's likely going to be m um, and no <laughs> I, I just I just want to say on that with all the people having incredible years it can be difficult to be in uh, Patreon specifically in our Slack um, seeing all these huge scores huge rankings um, people having unreal years you kind of lose sight and I, I'm talking a little bit from my perspective as well you kind of lose sight of um, just how good a year you might personally be having comparatively to past years or to the general public um i'm ranked 1500 i feel like i've had the worst year ever um but it's just not that bad is it so those that are doing well in slack outside of slack the general public whatever it is comparing yourself to the highest benchmark is never going to really end up going well for you um or your self-esteem so a lot of people out there have had incredible seasons anything i think anything top 10k is a pass mark um, top 5k is when you start having a good season and then um, obviously when you crunch numbers down into top 1000 you're having an incredible incredible year so um, anyone that fits into those categories give yourself a huge pat on the back it's been a tough year and this is being our last podcast talking about the actual season that's gone and coming um, I thought I'd just say there's been a lot of unreal years out there and don't get bogged down in, in too high expectations of yourself so and don't forget, there's always next season. So there's always another no, chance to this get a PB. <laughs> a PB. I mean, maybe not for the likely winner. Probably it'd be pretty hard to go back to back. But everyone else, there's room for improvement. <laughs> no, no. And you've got, you've got an amount there, uh, a, a total score for the season. If you don't improve upon that next year, <laughs> disappointment is all I'm going to oh, say. No, we won't, um, we won't be beating these scores. It's been a monster high scoring year. 
Anyway, did you did, uh, before we jump into the podcast? I wanted to just quickly ask you: Did you happen to catch um, that there's another game in Launceston this week? No, it's not in Launceston. It's in uh, Hobart. Wait, you're saying it's it's not? Wait, where? Where is it not? I mean, it's, it's not in Launceston. Oh, not in Lawn. Seston, yes. Here we go, guys. Exciting news oh, no. down under. Our friends at Manscaped just launched this their a lawnmower generation segue? performance God. package. This ultimate package includes the lawn. Oh thank God. you, Pistol, for the segue. Mower was... 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. They are up to Manscaped. The leaders in male grooming have done it again to make your grooming game next level. Inside this package, you'll get their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, their weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, and there's more, I can't believe it, performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all your goodies together. Um, join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the new performance package 4.0 by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code DRSC. So huge plugs to Manscaped for the Lawmar 4.0 trimmer and the performance package 4.0 that have come up trumps just recently. So thanks for the Segway pistol. Uh, one, I can't believe that that was your Segway. I'm still in shock. And two, that might be the potentially last one that we do because we might have do many you know more podcasts. That I don't? <laughs> No, I, I don't. I, I don't. But is that an yeah, announcement? Thanks. No, no, definitely not. But thanks to everyone that supported us and supported Manscaped along the way. They've they've done Absolutely. some great things for testicular cancer and raising money there as well. So, yeah, um, yeah thanks everyone that's uh, used the code DISC uh, throughout the season. Really good brand and really proud to be um, represented by them. So huge, huge positivity there. So I'm going to jump into the podcast now, believe it or not. So we're only 12 minutes in, which is a, yeah, seems to be a record every week, doesn't it? Um, All right. So there's not a lot to talk about. It's not going to be a super long podcast. We might even spend more on the captains than anything. Quickly, I just want to rattle off the ins for people who are like, I don't know, do do people not check the ins and then listen to our podcast and go, oh my, this is the only way I get (laughs) that information. Um, So Callum Mills, Jake Lloyd, Toby Green, Kieran Briggs, Patrick Cripps, Stephen May, Buddy Franklin, and Andrew Brayshaw are all in this week. So big sigh of relief for a lot of coaches, especially those without trades um, that were having to hold on to those players as they were out for the last week or longer. Um, I would say of those players, Callum Mills... I would be still wary of with the layout, yeah. um, but that's that's about it. I think otherwise everyone's good to go. Now, we have a few outs. I just want to quickly say off the bat, um, Sharp is out, uh, which might be a, bit, a lot of people's midfield cover or M8 at the moment, depending on what other injuries you have. Hopefully none, because Cripps, Brayshaw, and Josh Kelly are all playing. Brockman is also out, so a bit of forward cover there, and that is important because Jack Zebel, for the first time, second time this year, he's had, he's missed the game, or has he played all the way up until? Because I know he had a seventy with an injury earlier in the year, but I think he might have even played the next week. He he so, played the next week, yeah. He just yeah, got so he, subbed out. <clears throat> yep. So his first missed game for the entire season comes in the very last round. Jack Zebel, we need to discuss replacement options, and then we're going to quickly discuss Tom Stewart as he is still out and then uh, jump onto a a couple of midfield potential selections if you have some swing action. So 
Let's start with uh, Jack Siebel. You've got his price in front of you. Do you want to go with your first potential um, sideways option if you've got oh, trades? I was about to say, what luxury people must be living in to have trades like yeah. right now at this point in time. That would be an uh, incredible feeling. I think, yeah, there, there's, a, there's one man that's just in absolutely amazing form at the moment. I kind of didn't believe it. Uh, last week, but Chad Wingard's now got a five-round average of 105, three-round average of 122. He's only 10K more than Jay-Z and plays a very, very depleted Richmond side. Uh, I would stress how depleted they are. I think there's seven outs. So it's looking pretty good, I think, for the Hawks um, against Richmond in this final round. But, you know, if that if that doesn't really tickle your fancy and you want to go with someone a bit more sturdier, it's just Jordan Dugowie against Essendon. I think is a, a really good matchup for him. There's no change in role or anything like that. He went 119 last week, five-round average of 107. I, I don't think you can go wrong with either of those two picks. Both great picks. Both, unfortunately, more expensive than Jack Siebel. A little bit, yeah. Um, Taron Thomas, I think, um, potentially a good pick against Adelaide Crows. He did have a 68 this week, but... Prior to that, um, it, it's been since round 15, since his last sub-84 score with the 290s, two tons, um, and the 84 in there. So I, I think he's a decent option at just 6K extra. And then if we start looking down the list, Bailey Dale is an identical price. I think he's an unbelievable option. <laughs> love we Bailey say this Dale. every single week. I, I Genuinely, I'm going to look at him next season. He is coming into his own in this role. He's been outstanding all season. So... Um, he's a great one to look at. And then I, I can't believe it. Josh Dunkley is actually priced below Jack Siebel as well. What do you think of him? I, w- I just, with his current form that he's in, it's just a no. Just on me, that I form, think. it's since he returned an 87, a 65, a 75, and a 61 uh, with another missed game in there due to the contact tracing. So not good. Yeah. There's, look, it's hard to come back from a serious injury. And you don't really know what impact he would have. I guess it's fun to imagine he'd come back in and just score like 130s like he was earlier in the season. But obviously that hasn't happened realistically. I think if you want to take an absolute flyer, which I wouldn't recommend, by the way, <laughs> I, I still think uh, Zach Bailey against West Coast with West Coast, all their outs as well. They've got half a team out. I think um, Brisbane will win quite handily and he usually gets in on the goals and 110 points last week, and I think he can put up another ton this week, and he's only 380-odd K. There are still more good options, though, before we even get down to the those picks. I mean, is anyone using two trades and, and you know generating cash with this first trade and then doing something with the second? Tom Hawkins is also cheaper than Jack Siebel, another great nah. option this week. Against May and Lever? No, I think it's fine. I think he just scores well against everyone. He does score well against everyone, but it's, uh, it's, I, I don't think it's my... Pause. Number one he, preference. He, he actually scored 55 against Melbourne earlier in the year, so maybe not. Um, They're just okay. a good backline defense. I'll take that one back. Charlie <laughs> you Dixon, You get one perhaps. take back now. You're going you're gonna to use your take back on Charlie Dixon? Yeah, he's averaging 91.9, and he's cheaper. That's, that's, yeah, but we're buying him for one round. It doesn't matter what he averages now. He scored 107 just, against Bulldogs in round nine. I don't feel like 107 is like amazing, then we should focus on that in the game. They lost that game. game. Court. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably lose again. You reckon? Probably. Mm, that's weird. I've tipped them. They, it seems like they're in form. <laughs> no bias. But... No bias, but you've tipped them. It's fine. 
Yeah. No, there's actually no bias. <laughs> I, I, there's six people tied on the same amount of um, tips in second place on my footy tips thing. So I actually want to win the footy tip. So there's no bias. I'm tipping the team that I think I would win. take Toby Green this week against Carlton before I'd take Dixon. I think Toby Green's record against Carlton is phenomenal. Um, I was reading about it earlier in the week. I can't quite remember it off the top of my head. Um, but I will look it up while we talk and not waste any time. But yeah, he's he's scored back-to-back tons um, <laughs> against them in the past. But there was a lot of goals scored, and I think that that's uh, something that's going to happen again because they need to win to make finals. So Buddy Toby Franklin will be the one to deliver the pain. Yeah, Buddy's against good. Gold Coast. Buddy's he's, good. He, he seems okay. Uh, he's only got a high score of 121, so it doesn't actually destroy them like no, you would it imagine. But now this is a 160-plus score incoming. I think Bailey Dow is super obvious. Um, I think Green a is matchup. a very good shout. What? Yeah. Is it a bad matchup? Yeah, it's not a great matchup. You just said that I was biased for thinking Port would win, but now Port's a bad matchup. <laughs> You got me there. I just confused. they're both good teams. It's just the same reason. Like I, I don't know who to captain in like a game of. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Along versus Melbourne for, that we'll talk about later. When it's a close, tight matchup, you, you just don't know which way it's going to go. That I'm, I like to pick someone with a, a little bit more certainty if I can, I think. Okay, so who, besides somehow Toby Green, is certain for you below the price of Jack Siebel? Yeah. Is Matthew Kennedy certain for you? He's got a three-round average of 113. Yeah. I mean, and he's he good, plays Gold but Go- Crips was out. He scored 130. He scored a lot of big scores when the two games Cripps has missed, which has inflated his average. So with Cripps back, I don't really know. I feel like it's a it's a bit of a gamble, and I like the no, more known commodity of Green um, in that case, just personally. So Toby Green is your number one option. Underneath... The price. Underneath the price, yeah, probably. And what about probably, Zach Butters? Is he, like he scored 96 uh, this week. Against Bulldogs, though? I don't want to get Bulldogs. I'd still oh, rather you, Zach Bailey. In this matchup. Okay. I'd, rather, right. I'd rather Zach Bailey. Uh, I, hope, I hope you remember this when it comes to our vice-captain and captaincy discussion later. But Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> you've got plenty of options the there. If, logic against myself later in the, later in the podcast. If you can trade up to Goey and Chad Wingard are great options. Even Taron Thomas, if you don't have enough money for the Wingard trade, which would be super unfortunate. There's not much between them. Um, and then otherwise, I think Bailey Dow is a very good selection against Port. Very safe um, downside with the amount of behinds Port kick. He will be on kickouts. I think an 80-plus is guaranteed in that game. So I think he's very safe. 
Pistol, however, thinks Toby Green is very safe coming off of about six weeks missed in a row. He's hungry uh, now. And, and prior to that, having a 65, 78, 57, and 84 yeah, um, is apparently incorrect. just a super, super likable option. Um, it it's a good summary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I even ignored the ton that he scored in the week just gone. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the, the, I think there are very good options in the forward line. Tom Stewart is another one we need to discuss. Indeed, yeah. The back line, fortunately, is a little bit more clear Don't get cut, rich. He's bad. <laughs> Don't get rich. <laughs> Sorry oh, to everyone who got rich last week. It sounded too good to be true on paper last week, and he had his worst score for the year and was outscored by Durham, and it went terribly. Um, I still think Rich is a great pick <laughs> for this week. I, I want to start by saying I, I wouldn't pick Callum Mills in case yeah. he was laid out. Yeah, I picked Crisp over Mills, and I think Crisp is yeah the number one guy against Essendon. Um, not that they'll win, but just Essendon don't like restrict opposition midfielders. Daniel Rich is still a good option, especially against West Coast, but the ball actually might not go down there, so you know something to think about. And then uh, it's the same options that we discussed last week. I think Maynard is good. I think Dawson is good, and going to be even better with Lloyd back. Um, better with Lloyd back. Yeah. Just because he goes up on the wing and, and just plays a better role. I don't know. I I think um, last week I, I shouted a bit of a POD. Um, I said you flossed over, flossed over him, and he did put up 118. So now in his, his last five games, uh, Nick Flosson's gone 116, 111, 79, 123, 118, and has Hawthorne. Um, I think that's pretty good. And he's anyway. um, enormous POD. Maynard is always really solid as well. So I still like, I still and- like him. Lucky Whitfield against Carlton is also, I think, a very good pick, as is Ridley against Collingwood, I think. So I, I don't think there's a lot of wrong moves you can make in either position. As we said last week, just get rich. Yeah, <laughs> just get rich. The guy who will score 65. That's, That's fine. fine. That's um, yeah, I think we're struggling to discuss Easy a lot. Game. If you're at this point and you're using a trade, it's going to be your last one. You're going to want to spend every dollar and, and get the best guy available. There are a lot of good guys. It might actually... I don't think it'll be uber beneficial, but when we talk about the captaincy options, you might take more out of a trading player from that as to how we discuss the matchups this week and how we think they're going to go. So um, do you want to quickly discuss a couple of midfielders um, around the... Like, Cheaper ones? Less so like than 600K? Tom Stewart, yeah, Tom Stewart equivalent prices. I think, um, yeah, Fiorini now still got a five-round average of 119. He just... Keeps he scored 119 as well on the weekend, but he just keeps putting out good scores and he's 523k. I know we shouted Liber last week, he put in the 132, but again, because of that port, I'm not really sure how it will go, so I kind of would stay clear. I like Luke Parker at 585, um, 148 from him last week, and JPK is not playing this round, so I think he will be in for another really solid score. So he's probably my favorite under the the 600k branch, but it's I like hard Josh to... Kelly at 513 against Carlton. Oh, man. Don't do this to me. I know. Don't do it. He just has a super high ceiling, and against Carlton, he's vice-captaincy of a bull. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Definitely would. To me, I just... Um, but there are so many good options. There are good options everywhere. Honestly, I don't even know why people need us this week. Parrish. is good. Josh Kelly is good. Parrish, Parrish is, is good. Lions is good. Dangerfield is good. Lions. Um, 
Lions is very good uh, this yeah, week. Yeah, there's so many, so uh, many I get Lions guys. against West Coast. That, that's a that's a really good matchup. They've lost half their midfield. Brisbane need to win, so he's going to be involved. I just think he's really good as well. I have some really good advice, Pistol. This will help. Which you. one's your best pick? Can I? Okay, my my best pick. Um, yeah, under uh, under six hundred. Josh Kelly. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't say that. Because that was your best pick? No. <laughs> because I get so frustrated starting him and trading him out and trading him back in and trading well, him back you out. You won't have to trade him out. It'll be the end of the season. <sighs> yeah, I don't think I'm ever picking him again. And I've, I've no, never ever had anyone either, on except a for this list. week. Oh, man. I just... If, if you can hold off your trade for the first game of the round, I would hold it off um, and see if Bulldogs win or lose. If they lose and Brisbane have the potential to jump them on the ladder, then I would take Lions. If Brisbane can't move really on the ladder, um, so if, if Bulldogs win, then I probably would go for Parrish or, or Parker. I have good advice, Pistol. Or Fiorini. They're all good picks, JB. They are all good picks, so I'm going to give some good advice. Zorko? If it's your last trade of the season... <laughs> Sorry, that, and that you're was thinking, a jab. And you're thinking that doing something left field or fun or something that you'd never do before is the right option. I would just be safe. Just secure your rank and, and just trade in a guy that isn't creative, that isn't going to you know blow your league matchup away, whatever. Just pick the, the safe guy who's going to score the most points out of the good options. There are so many good options at cheap prices that was suggested so far. Because I remember in years past, I've got so carried away with my last trade or my last couple of trades or my last replacement, whatever, and just gotten the wrong guy because you've got the pick of the bunch and the fun guy looks fun until he's not. So <laughs> points are fun. Um <laughs> Get the guy who's going to score the most. And I think there are so many good options. I don't want to... like. I think Josh Kelly's great. I think he's really vice-captainable this week. Um, I think the Lions is the exact same. Great and extremely vice-captainable. Um, Fiorini's been uber-consistent and has Sydney. I don't think that's a particularly bad matchup. Um, for them, they should be going out with a bang for Stewie Jew. Um, try and keep that guy his job. There are just good options left, right, and center. Pick the guy. Just pick the guy. There, there's field? nothing I should be saying that should break you between one and the other yeah fair enough they're all good picks what if you have unlimited funds is it as simple as I mean we didn't mention Bontepelli obviously because I'm not trying to talk about that matchup if you had unlimited funds are you picking like a Tom Mitchell against Richmond or like a Took Miller or yeah no no I'm picking if I had unlimited funds and I didn't have Titch or Jack Steele I think that would be a super difficult comparison um, but I'd potentially just side with Titch on that one Ooh, I was yeah. not expecting you to go there. I thought you were going to say steal. Um, um, so right. wait, let, let, let's just launch into it. The best vice captaincy, captaincy, captaincy options of the, the week. I think Titchell is the best vice captaincy option of the week. Okay, that's. Uh, do you want to explain why? He naturally does better and wins. Um, well, yeah, most, most players, players do, do, but he does <laughs> significantly better in wins than losses. And Richmond have approximately zero first choice. Midfielders. If you went through their team, they do you mean to I read think, out their midfield. Please, yeah, because it's kind of 
the strength I don't know if is funny my point. is the right, right word, but this is their their midfield. They've got um, a ruck <laughs> a ruck line of Callum Coleman Jones, Riley Collier Dawkins, and Will Martin, and named in the centre is Thomas Dow. So it's it's weak. Is a yeah. nice way of putting it. So Tom Mitchell should beat them up a bit. Um, Hawthorne should win, and it should be the type of game, last game of the season, where it gets a little bit ridiculous in Tom Mitchell's stat pads, and I can just see a 140 so easily, whereas Sarong might just sit on Jack Steele. Yeah. It's happened before. It might happen. I think um, there's other VC options than those two, but I think... Uh, Tom no, Mitchell with the unlimited funds that, that was sort of from that question. Yeah, okay. I guess that makes sense. It's hard to argue against Tom Mitchell. I think if we go through other VCs, uh, the Bulldogs game, there's somebody in that game that will go very well, just assuming it's going to be somewhat of Houston. a tight contest and there'll be scaling involved. I just yeah, don't know who it will be. Uh, and Dan you Houston. Would, you'd think it's going to be the similar sort Daniel of Houston. players like McRae and Bont, but you never know what will happen. So I think if you do want to gamble your VC on one of them, that will probably be okay. Uh, I'd probably prefer Titch myself. Took Miller is just an incredible super coach player at this point in time. So he's always a really good option. Um, I mentioned Lions earlier and I would, yeah, if, if Bulldogs lose, I would be probably plonking my VC on Lions because they need to win win by a certain margin to to jump Bulldogs. So that would be kind of enough motivation that I think that they'd put in a really strong performance. So him or Zorko could go large in that match. So I'd feel Are you going game by game? That. Yeah, I pretty much am now at uh, this point. I'll, ta- I'll take over. So Geelong <laughs> okay, vs. Melbourne. <laughs> Geelong vs. Melbourne. I, I, I sort of have the same thoughts with the Bulldogs port game. Someone's going to go big here. Um, but it's going to be really difficult to predict who that is. So I'll steer away from that game. Carlton vs GWS, I, I've said it already. I think Josh Kelly is got to be my captain this week if Titch fails. I think he has enormous upside against Carlton in a must-win game uh, to make the finals for them. I think Walsh has the potential for a good score, but DeBoer just might sniff him a little bit, so I'd avoid yep. that. It's not worth it. There are good options. Um, St Kilda versus Fremantle as I mentioned they, St. Fremantle do have a tagger I don't think he should tag he's super skilled and just should be a free roaming player but maybe that's for next year but Sarong could sit on Jack Steele to try and negate him a little bit they are also trying to make the top 8 so they'll do everything in their power to win the game Essendon versus Sean Conwood. Darcy yeah Sean Darcy as well actually that's don't forget the big one. cheese He's, yeah. he's, uh, I forget because he's in like 3% of teams, but absolutely, <laughs> Sean Darcy, captain or vice-captain. I, yeah. I don't know what you do. Hunter's but. been brought in. So you imagine with King out, Marshall will play a bit more forward and uh, that might bode very well for Darcy. So I'm expecting a solid score out of him. I expect good scores out of Essendon versus Collingwood. Neither team is negating. Yep. Um, I wouldn't captain Crisp, but I can see him going pretty well. Parrish and uh, Zach Merritt, I think, are both captainable players this week. Yep. Uh, I think both are going to do extremely well. Um, Jake Stringer, if you have him, um, maybe not a captaincy. Maybe it's a bit too wild, but he's in unbelievable form as well. <laughs> um, Adelaide versus North Melbourne is the last game of the round. Um, if all else fails and you fall over your loopholes and something goes wrong, I think Aaron Hall uh, is, is going to be a really good captaincy option without Jack Siebel in the, in the side. So, and Laird. Um, 
yeah, similarly, Laird is going to be okay. Uh, maybe not the best captaincy option, but I think Hall's slightly better. Excellent. Uh, I think that pretty much summarizes it. I mean, if I... So I who are you going? Yeah, look, typically I like to put my VC on the person I think is going to score the highest. Yeah, that, might okay, be, that checks out, actually. That might be Jack Steele. <laughs> Um, which means I could be doing a Jack Steele into a Zach Merritt. If I had Parrish, I probably would do Steele into Parrish or Darcy into Parrish if I had Darcy. Um, I'm kind of... I can't do Dangerfield even though my gut wants to do Dangerfield. I just like can't do it in that matchup. Um, honestly, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place here. It might end up being Titch. It might end up being Lions depending on the outcome of the previous game. And it might end up being Steele. So it's going to be two of those three. I just don't know which ones yet. <laughs> yeah, it'll be one of your 22 players, I'm sure. Yeah, um, probably. Tom Mitchell into Josh Kelly is where I currently see it. Um, I might be persuaded to to change from Josh Kelly to the Lions, but um, that's that's about where I'm at. I think yeah. I've really talked myself into the wrong tag considering the urgency in which Fremantle need to play. So, Well, yeah, I, I guess... Trying to think of if there's there's no way because the Collingwood games after them, so I guess there's no way of it's not it's never going to be a dead rubber. So yeah, they they're going to try <laughs> their best no matter what. Yeah, all right, cool. excellent. Fun. I think uh, if you have any emergency wisdom this week, uh, we we don't know if Bianco or Finlay are going to play. I know Finlay copped an ankle knock last week. They did say he was fit. Doesn't really mean much if they're going to potentially rest him um we haven't heard anything of the like yet but it's always uh, a possibility that either one of them get rested in the last game of the round but i'm expecting both of them to play which is good news and uh, i'm expecting probably newcomb to be the sub this week for hawthorne so don't loophole with newcomb can he be the sub he was managed yeah, yeah you can still be the sub and be okay. managed it's happened i thought before. that was like some sort of weird wording with that um nah. weird that you'd manage your players what for next season? <laughs> yeah. I, I found that, I found that interesting in general, but they've got three good outs, and I don't think they'll wanted to admit them because all that the, I think it was Newcomb and Brockman are both managed. Um, both have been pretty good, so I don't think they wanted the omission tag next to them. They've just got better players coming through. Yeah, I mean, Yago, Mira, Warple, and Brewster. Yeah, like all three of their choice. best yeah. five players. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think they were all three just unlucky to go out, but yeah. I was thinking that would be a negative for Wingard, but I think that Hawthorne should get the job done, so I think yeah, that was just score okay anyway. I mean, I'm Fun. looking at the Richmond lineup. My God. Yeah, it's this not is great. the worst team they've put out in the last <clears throat> seven, eight years. If easily. you told me they were $3.18 for the Premiership at this point, let alone for a game against Hawthorne at the MCG, oh I would probably gosh. have laughed a little bit. So It's so many outs over here. Jeez. Yeah. They, they, they just they just don't have the, the cattle anymore. They're all injured. So that'll do us, um, Pistol. I, I think as far as seasons go, it was extremely difficult and there was a lot of COVID activity and we try not to mention that on the podcast, but it was you know through the buys and after pretty much is where it hit and all after it's it's been hitting a lot with the um, close encounters and, and such and the, the, you know, the people need to miss games for being at um, tier one or two sites. It's been stressful, it's been hard, but it's been probably one of the most enjoyable seasons I've been involved in. So um, it's been excellent to have you and Cheezer on the podcast. You've both had 
incredible, incredible seasons that I could only dream of. Um, both of you are going to smash the ranking record for any podcast this year, which I believe was me at 164, wasn't I mean, it? I, I think Chizo's top, likely top 10 finish is going to be, take a long time to beat. No, but like <laughs> I, think it, I think it was 164 and both of you are going to smash that out of the water this week. Yes. That's incredible. Likely, yeah. um, it sort of just goes to show the year that we've had... Um, we're, we're writing the backs of our patrons a lot as well. They're all having incredible years, or well, most of, are having incredible years, even by their own standards. So um, it's it's just been awesome. The entire year has been enjoyable um, somehow, <laughs> despite the carnage. And I can't wait. We're gonna. I think there's gonna be podcasts out next week, um, yep. from what I understand. So we will still be in touch with some sort of Supercoach related chit chats and and then we'll be into the preseason before we know it <laughs> 2022 <laughs> season's only four months away isn't it it all starts all over again so it's Absolutely. exciting but uh thanks everybody for tuning in thanks jb for a extremely solid year of hosting duties uh if you have any last minute questions you can find us at dr underscore sc or myself at pistol underscore drsc jb at jb underscore drsc and Chizo at Chizo with a Z underscore DRSC, although he might be stressing out in the last week about his own, yeah, own side, so probably, probably stay away <laughs> over there. But thanks, everyone, again for tuning in. It's been fantastic having you all, fantastic season, and uh, we look forward to uh, doing it all again next year and <laughs> probably next week when we talk about the season again. <laughs> all right. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 